0: day on the disc golf course, or maybe just camping with friends and don't want to struggle in search of the perfect edible to elevate the fun. Well, Pearly Baker Edibles has you covered with their new and convenient day trip box and campfire box. Each one has just enough variety for any cannabis consumer's palate, and you can share with a friend or just enjoy alone. Uh, The day tripping box has the jerky and lighthearted lemonade, each medicated at 100 milligrams of THC. The Gone Nuts, which is a delicious sweet and spicy deluxe nut treat at 150 milligrams of THC. And the Fruit by the Milligram, uh, delicious fruit leather uh, with 50 milligrams of THC. And that's for like your normal day trip to a disc golf course, you know, out with friends. And then there's the Campfire Box, which is the perfect s'mores kit. Uh, as the Coco Loco Bar, which is 200 milligrams of THC, the Smoosh Mallow and Stoned Cocoa, each at 100 milligrams of THC, and Graham Crackers, perfect for that stoned s'mores. Uh, Pearly Baker Edibles are made with whole flour in small batches for your best experience, and they can be found on Instagram in storefronts across Michigan and with cannabis delivery services. Follow them on Instagram at Pearly Baker Edibles, and we thank you for being a sponsor, and please, let them know that we sent you, and you can receive a free peach ring. Uh, the best thing I like, the most, <laughs> what I like most about Pearly Baker Edibles is the play on the traditional snacks that we had as kids growing up, and you'll see that with your free peach ring if you tell them we sent you. So, thank you. Back to the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Where Is This Going? I am your host, Hunter Miles. This is Where Is This Going?, a podcast about artists you may not know now, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. And this week, it's just me. You're welcome. Um, or sorry, depending on how you feel. Uh, there's today's Mother's Day. And I don't know. This episode might come out today, tomorrow. We're hoping soon. But happy Mother's Day to all the mothers who didn't get that love shown to them. Uh, be a better mother. I'm completely kidding. Uh <laughs> But, uh, no, we thank you for all you do as mothers. Shout out to my mom. I love you, mom. I was going to say your first name, but then I was like, I don't call you by your first name. But if you do see my mom, say, what up, Tracy? You're a good mom. If you think that she raised a decent son. I'd like to think so. Shouts out. Um, This week has been fun. Uh, it's been a really been a really fun time in the grand rapids uh scene i don't know if there are any local comedian local comedians local comedy fans and local comedians because that's probably most of my listenership uh you guys are i'm sure aware of the grand rapids versus lansing beef quote unquote that has been going on uh over the past week or so since Max. Closed. Uh, shout out to Max Bar. We're just doing shouts, shouts out this whole time. Um, but yeah, so Max Bar and Lansing closed, and not only was it a performing performance venue for uh, local open mic comedians and pro- some professional comedians as well, but uh, many. Of the music scene was also impacted by this the local music scene because a lot of rock bands or bands in general played there too and knew it as a great venue but uh we don't care about them because it's all about this comedy beef and if anything we've turned it not only into a comedy beef but a city beef <clears throat> city beef uh for those not going through puberty and It's apparently there's a possibility of an MMA fight to follow, a a comedy showcase showdown. I don't know. It's all been great, but it, it just started with some saltiness, quote unquote, again. Here's the deal. From a Grand Rapids perspective, I don't know why I'm, you know, who cares? Max closed. Max was a great open mic. Max Monday comedy night, great open mic show. And they closed down due to COVID. COVID killed Max. And while everyone was reminiscing in the good times that they had at Max uh, at the open mics, most of the comedians, of course, Grand Rapids, Lansing, Detroit, all, all all the funny comedians were reminiscing on their times at Max. And then myself and many other Grand Rapids comedians who had never performed at Max saw these posts and they were like, that is nice, I wish I had those types of memories. And then we played with that. A lot of us, not a lot. A few people just had, well, in the midst of all the happy memories of Max, as a joke, there was a post of, here's my memories at Max, and it's just a bunch of unanswered uh, messages to their page trying to get on the show, which is funny, hilarious to me, because I also had the same screenshot I could have shared. And blah, 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 the the process of them not answering anyone's messages, even the ones that get booked, it's cool. But I just thought the picture in jest was hilarious. And then uh, comedy and war ensued on both sides. And it's been really funny. Uh, I myself have had some fun with it, poking fun at Trevor Tress, um, who's a real douchebag, if I had to say so. But he's... A Lansing comedian, so what can I say? They're all douchebags. i uh, kidding. I I can't even go hard jokingly because I do, I perform with all of these comedians so often. And even, you guys just saw Elena on this podcast two weeks ago. And, and her and I, she's one of my, I think one of my closer friends from the Lansing comedy scene. But we've all just been enjoying this, most of us. Just enjoying it as a joke, but also confused as to why other people uh, from other scenes are coming up to us not getting the joke. Knowing that we're all comedians, so why are you taking any of this seriously? But it's because I think some people have been taking it seriously. But it's great. I want to give a shout-out to the Salsa Parlor and the Salsa Parlor live show. Uh, They do every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. I'll take that. Um... But yeah, it's Louis Michael, uh, Trevor Tress, Elena is on there as well, uh, Zach Burkar, uh, I think Johnny Mockney's there, James Couture, um, Jake Ford, now I hope I'm not forgetting anyone because there's that's like six fucking people. But great show. Uh, you can If you missed it, you can catch their last week's show where they also spent <laughs> the majority of their opening talking about said beef and i enjoyed it but was upset upset no butthurt. hurt i was just butt hurt i i was butt hurt because i had just i was just hanging with them the night before performing uh, at friday fuckery at new dodge shout out stephanie ann and at cabbage patch in hamtramck shout out uh, jason spitzbergen Great open mics on Fridays in the metro Detroit area. Check them out. Super fun. Super fun rooms. But uh, as I was hanging out with them, we were all just talking about the beef and just joking about it. Giving our two cents to each other uh, as jokers on either side. And for some reason, this is why. I have an ego. I, I thought organically that I would come up in conversation and I didn't So fuck you guys uh you know I'm looking for clout I don't I don't know why you couldn't even un unorganically bring me up in conversation that's the only reason I hang out with you guys and I'm nice is so you can talk about me and I don't understand I don't understand what the issue here is um but if you're not going to talk to me or sorry, if you're not going to talk about me on your platform, then don't talk to me ever. No, um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you guys. Um And yeah, I watched the show. So just know that and mention me next week. Um <laughs> But this whole thing has been fun. And I'll stop talking about the beef because that's literally what everyone's been talking about all week. So it's pointless. But it, like I said, it's been fun. It's been fun to... It's been fun to see everyone flex another muscle uh, in internet comedy, and even just on stage, people have been uh, talking about it, and one, I think it just makes comedians from both scenes step up their game and just try to be funnier, Uh, just trying to be, god damn it, if you don't stop coughing, just trying to be undeniably funny, which is... Which is what we should be doing. Like, if you were butthurt that you weren't on Max or whatever, you can't just be sad about it. Uh, Well, I mean, you can be. That's cool. But let it fuel you and just be undeniably good. And I'm not the first person to say that. But that is advice now (laughs) that I have learned to just keep in my head. Because, I mean, I I also had a conversation with who I'd like I'd like to they were once a comedian. I'm sure they're still a comedian, but they don't perform anymore because they just see it as a hobby now and they see it hard to do as a hobby because of bridges they've burned and and them not just really not wanting to travel or work in order to do this this being stand-up comedy and Look, I know there's hobbyists when it comes to comedy. Um and I don't I don't discredit you as a comedian, but if you don't want if you don't want comedy to be your life or if you don't want it to be your career, then you can't expect everyone to respect your drive uh as a hobbyist. Um meaning when you when you say that you're upset that you can't get spots um because you just like to do this for fun someone who's trying their hardest to to give my life for this i guess to make this my life and uh who is doing my hardest to travel and get spots and do, who someone who's grinding and doing the work isn't going to feel bad that you're not getting spots because you're not putting in effort to go other places because it's inconvenient. Um, but I was talking to them about boundaries this week. <laughs> Last time it was about uh, effort, this time it was about boundaries. And as as an entertainer, I hate to call myself that, I'm a barely a comedian. Um, I'm barely funny. I'd like, I'd less think that I'm entertaining, but. Being a, I don't know, being a minority in entertainment, especially, uh, there are there's there's obvious boundaries that we cross, or coming come in contact with, um, rub up against, and that we have to acknowledge. Not saying that we have to give those boundaries or those barriers, those color barriers, um, our full energy but to i compared it maybe unfairly in retrospect but i compared it to the civil rights movement meaning there's an obvious color barrier uh of respect going on and just ignoring that barrier isn't going to solve the issue. It's not going to help people move past it because it's still going to be existent. Uh, So civil rights activists like Martin Luther King, they didn't, they didn't ignore this barrier. They addressed it and they let it motivate them somewhat. Not they well almost wholeheartedly because he devoted his life's work to breaking down that barrier. Um, so, as as a minority in entertainment or anyone approaching a barriers in entertainment or in whatever field you're in, and you're you're seeing an obvious bias or an obstacle that you that has been placed before you systematically, you this person's advice was just to ignore it and because focusing on it. Uh, leads to a defeatist mindset and you're just not going to get anywhere because you're only focusing your energy on it. And to ignore it and not focus all your energy on it, those are two completely different things. Uh, to ignore something means act like it doesn't exist. But you can acknowledge that and let it motivate you. You can acknowledge a a clear disadvantage and not... Like I said, focus on it, but let let that be your fuel. Uh, Know that you're playing with a bad hand and choosing an underdog story. Uh, And how altruistic is it um, just to prove that someone in this situation can rise against? Um, And now should that be your full motivation? No. There should be other other drives obviously cuz if that is your only motivation then you are completely focusing on it but i don't know uh there's really no conclusion to this thought but it was a conversation that i felt like sharing any jew This episode of Where Is This Going is brought to you by Off The Grid, house of the vintage and handcrafted and created in secret. Off The Grid is located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114 here in Holland, Michigan. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., and now open on Sundays, noon to 5. Uh, Off The Grid has everything you need from a new style to a new glass piece for your smoking. Uh, Alex and Bruce down there have curated a great selection of vintage apparel and premium glass and you can even grab a snack while you're down there it's it's a really great vibe the whole thing is uh like i said curated with you in mind uh let let them take care of you down there and if you mention the podcast where is this going tell them we sent you and get 10 percent off uh any merchandise purchased in the store and Please check them out, Off the Grid, located at 2863 West Shore Drive, apartment 114, Holland, Michigan. And back to the show. I'm going through changes. What's the song? Does it go like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out. um, David Bowie. Damn it. I was going to say Petty, and I knew I was wrong. I don't know why. David Petty. Shout out, David Petty. Tom Bowie, Are what? For, <laughs> Bowie uh, Bowie. Sabbath. 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 Yeah. See what? What am No. So did a Who cares, man? I. <laughs> I don't care. Um. Well, yeah, shit's changing in my life. Uh, just went through a breakup. It's totally cool. Mm-hmm. We're fine. I thought you you just called me gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. That. Maybe we'll strike that from the record, but um, that was my own self-conscious, I guess. (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Um, I'm in a room with queer people, and then one of them calls me gay, and then I can't even address that. This is fucked up. (laughs) I'm just, I'm an ally. I, um, (laughs) no, I am, I'm going through changes breakups are cool um moving is fun again everyone loves moving but I've, I finally feel like I'm in a place to maybe address it for some reason just because it's like real now because um, my stuff's somewhat packed so that makes it real but because of that I've been doing stand-up every night save two nights the past three weeks um tonight will be I think twenty-one day well twenty one days minus two, so nineteen days um out of the past twenty-one that I've been on stage. Uh purely because I needed it. Uh it's been very therapeutic, cathartic, if you will. I don't know the definition of either of those words. But it's it's weird to me that my first thought not my first thought, but my first action, really, out of the house uh, after sulking, sulking for about 24 hours was to come do a podcast and then immediately go on stage um, and then not stop going on stage after that until I felt comfortable living. Um, <laughs> it's been living in the same house still. Uh, I've been just putting on a face. And just like acting just a lot throughout my everyday life. Like going to, obviously like going to work, you can't just be sad and crying all day. Um, so I hold it, I hold shit together there. And then you want to come home and just be like, all right, now I can compress or decompress. I don't know meanings. Um, <clears throat> but now I can unwind emotionally. And then like an hour later, she's home from work. I'm like, all right, well, uh, face is back on. Uh And then the only place where I feel like I take the mask off, but I'm not completely sad, is on stage. Uh, It's the only way I've been able to work out those emotions without tears. Which, not to say that tears aren't effective, um, but they don't allow for a lot of reflection. Uh, (laughs) I know that seems... Ironic because you can cry a lot and tears create a puddle and then you can look in the puddle and you see yourself. That's a reflection. But um, <laughs> but going on stage and talking about what I've been going through and the only way I know to, which is comedically, making jokes about it. I did the same thing with a death. Um, and to have these things almost run concurrent, uh just a matter of weeks apart, I think I think was good, not great obviously that either of them happened, but I had a I've had a drive for comedy, and I haven't let many things get in the way of that, and instead uh these obstacles have been thrown in my way. I've not ignored them. I've not tried to bury the emotions that come from them, but I've used them to fuel me and drive me. I They've literally driven me to the stage every night, save two, the past three days or three weeks. And I've gotten great material out of it, sad to say. Um, I mean... Who's to say it's great yet? But it's—I've been getting laughs, and it's been fun. Also, completely unrelated. But this monster can says shake gently, on it. You can't have the words gently, and monster, on the same can. It's just too big of a juxtaposition. sorry that one that one's been stuck in my head for a while but it's just it's not on the (laughs) i was thinking about it when i got it it's okay granted it's not on these uh triple shot 300 milligram caffeine uh monsters but (laughs) but it is on the regular uh coffee monsters they just say, shake gently. But it's a monster. You should not treat a monster with gentleness. Um, <laughs> you don't treat a monster with gentleness. And also, a second thing. I, I brought this up to someone recently, maybe in conversation. I don't know if it was on a podcast. But it's a common rule, quote-unquote. I did the air quotes down here, so I'll do them up here. It's a common rule that uh, in comedy, you can only punch up never punch down so i that's why everyone in comedy has always made fun of billionaires also because they're shitty people but that's my point okay here we go Are you going into no i'm not going to talk about that because i haven't watched the sh- i haven't watched the episode yet um i haven't if you haven't uh i don't know if i should say check it out <laughs> I don't know if I should say check out Elon Musk on SNL, but I'm going to check out Elon Musk on SNL and then maybe have an opinion about it. But probably not. Not a prominent opinion or not a not one anything would anyone would care about. Any Jew punching up. We're only allowed to punch up. That's why you can't make jokes about <laughs> bitches. No, about minority. I don't do this to me. I but that's why you can't make jokes about uh disadvantaged groups. Ie babies or no. <laughs> they are at a disadvantage physically. Uh, I mean to to most people, I think, to adults. I you guys know what I mean. Um but we are allowed to make jokes about racist people. Because we. I don't see how that's seen as punching up. But it's because they're in a place of power. Which I understand. Well they, they're they in a perceived place of power. In their own head. But. To say that it's. Punching up at a racist. Is then. Putting. Racists above you I theoretically although we know that it's ignorance and and stupidity um, and we're, we're I mean I say you're allowed to make fun of whatever I'm just talking about this perceived rule where you're not allowed to punch up um, but punching or where you're not allowed to punch down but punching down at stupidity and ignorance when it's in the form of hate, obviously. But it just messes with the whole concept for me. Anyways, also, no concluding thought for that. That's just what was on my mind there. Um, <laughs> the snack that smiles back. Gold dicks. I am so excited to be going. I'm going back to talking about my mom. I love her. So much That was all Um, Happy Mother's Day That was just another Quick shout out To my mom Um, (laughs) I don't want to Laugh into the mic I'm going back To New York Uh, I can talk about New York a little bit I guess Since I didn't Very much here Maybe me and Elena did I don't remember But I Had a fucking Great time Uh, Maybe I'll throw A clip from My set At the comic strip up But uh, Or Broadway I did two clubs while I was there. I did the Broadway Comedy Club and the Comic Strip Live. Uh, had a really fun time, both sets. Uh, the Broadway Comedy Club, I did the Industry Room, which, I don't, for those of you who don't know, was it's like an audition for uh, a residency spot there. And while I did not get the residency spot, I got a lot of great feedback uh, on my set. I got a... Got a professional video of my set, and also got to watch that back and realize a little bit of why I didn't get that spot. Um, Realizing that I just, uh, looking back on it angrily, realizing that I just messed up words in my closer and shit that I know, like, yeah, just dumb stuff. But it was so fun nonetheless because it's a city that I've wanted to. I've wanted to live in for so long. I've had just a lot of passion for New York City and then got to bring my passion to a city full of my passion, if that makes any sense. Uh, Getting to perform in those comedy clubs was awesome, and I'm getting to go back, which is amazing. Um, Another benefit that I got from that set at the industry room, I get to... Uh, I got offered a spot back anytime I was coming back into the city uh, at the Broadway Club, so I'm going back June 19. I will be at the Broadway Comedy Club, 6 p.m. show. Get your tickets, BroadwayComedyClub.com. Um, and I I will also be at the Comic Strip Live that week um, that weekend, and I think St. Mark's Comedy Club. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just super pumped to be going back to New York and to. There's uh, now I remember another thing I wanted to talk about, but um, to just be yeah St. Mark's Comedy Club down in the Village. Um, to just be going out of Michigan. Not that I don't love doing shows here, but trying to expand my horizon for opportunity if that makes any sense expanding my range of opportunity um putting my name out there in different states that are very far away from here but with potential hopefully to go back like I am going back to New York um and to not be reliant on the Michigan comedy scene although I love this comedy scene I don't want to I don't want to rely on it for opportunities uh I want to rely on my own merit for opportunities. I want to rely on my comedy. Um, letting my art, my comedy, my writing, letting me do the work, and that's what's going to get me my own agency, or not agency, but my own agent um, that doesn't... Like, obviously, no matter what industry I'm in, there's... there's or you're in, there's there's politics and... Blah blah blah, and I'm sure I'm not on anyone's radar, so I'm not burning any bridges by saying I don't care for just the stupid things going on right now in and what it takes to get booked in West Michigan, because obviously that's going to happen everywhere. Um, but just the personalities that I that I'm aware of and that I'm observing is not. Not something I want to rely on, like I said. And so I'm I'm doing my best to put myself out there, and I'm putting my name in the hat to get booked other places. Uh, going down to Austin this next week. Uh, so the episode that you guys see next week will... Yeah, can we do that? The episode that you guys see next week will be uh, Ryan Clark from The Ryan Experience, but it will be... Hopefully, I'm saying, Um, but it will be because I will be down in Austin. My flight leaves on the 16th and I'm going to be doing a couple shows down there. Uh, Super pumped. Don't know how I swung it. uh, But like I said, you just got to put yourself out there, which is what I'm trying to do. Uh, Going down, going down to Austin with like seven comedians. uh, All of us are booking our own shit because, I'm done helping people. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but I, cause I do feel like I spearhead some things and I, a lot of people come to me with questions and I, it's the same thing that I did. I just went to other people with questions. So obviously I'm more than happy to help, but then I'm also, we're all, all of us are in the same boat, just trying to do our own thing. So I, I'm more than happy to lead you in the direction that I got, things done but as far as all getting on the same shows and stuff it's just not all possible so we're all we're all going to be doing different open mics and showcases and stuff down there and i can't wait i'm going to uh try to get on kill tony i got a ticket i'm going to throw my name in the hat so hopefully you will not just see me on this podcast But I will hopefully make an appearance on Kill Tony, and I'll be back to talk about that. Um, I mean, I'll be back to talk about it regardless uh, if I got on or not, just because I will need to talk about this trip. It was amazing, I'm sure. Uh, It will be. I'm really hopeful about it, just because New York was so awesome and fun, and now I get to go to Texas, which is a state I've never been to, and... I uh, have some familiar faces down there. Uh, shout out Marcus Oland, uh and um, Genevieve. And just going down there with a crew of people that I know. Um, which also, uh, check out Marcus Olin's podcast. Uh, I think it's called Porn and Economics. Um, it's a very interesting concept. But let me make sure I got it. Anyways, uh, and he just not he, Genevieve, Genevieve just uh, locked down a Afro Sundays uh, comedy show, I believe showcase a comedy show on Sundays down there in Austin, uh, I believe at Creek and Cave. So check that out. I will be checking that out on Sunday, this May sixteenth when I go down there, but I opened my phone to let you know when I was going to be down there. Um, but I am going to be down in Austin, if you care to see me, or if you're hearing this and will ever be in Austin. Um, I'll be down in Austin uh, May 17 at WTF at 7 p.m. in Austin, Texas. Uh, Baker Street Pub at 8 p.m. on May 18, and Thrive Comedy Hour on uh, May 19 at eight PM all in Austin, Texas. And while I'm at it, you can also find me this week. Um since this will be coming up soon. You'll have a chance to see me. Uh tonight I'll be at Mulligan's pub for Make It Spicy, but you won't see that probably. Um but on Wednesday I'll be doing my uh my first paid long set. Uh my longest paid set. Um I'll be doing a 20-minute set over at uh, da, 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 Berlin Sprig in Muskegon. Check it out, please. Uh, I love that room. It's such a great room. Riccarlo and Tim are great hosts. Fresh Ghost Comedy. Check them out. Um yeah, I'm really pumped for that. going to be doing a 20-minute spot, and it's going to be nice to actually see the cohesiveness of what I've been working on. Um, new stuff mixed with old stuff, but also just getting to put on display how it runs together, how it comes together is actually really exciting for me um because i mean i've I've done a few fifteen minute spots, and I always feel like if I just had a little bit more time, I can really wrap it up, but it's whatever I'm really excited, and so yeah, come out it's a free show, Berlin Sprig. Uh, 8 p.m., nope, 7 p.m., Berlin. Burlensburg at 7 p.m., Uh, Muskegon, and then I'll be at Parrot's Lounge every Thursday except for the one in Austin. Um, Parrot's Lounge, check it out every Thursday night at 8 p.m. in Holland. It's fun. I'll say that. It's fun. It's b- definitely funny, but damn it, we need you to show up. For it to be more fun Um, And on the 31st of May At the end of the month I'll be in I'll be at Fulton Street Pub For their Monday Comedy Mania Yeah I think I think this has been good I think that's about it Um, You guys know Follow me at the underscore hunter miles on Twitter and Instagram. Uh follow the show on Instagram at Where's This Going Pod and on Twitter at Where's This Gopo. Send us an email at where or where is this going at gmail. Or damn it. Where is this going pod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to book me on your shows, send me an email at hunter miles comedy at gmail.com. And Hey, check out some of my, my, uh, my video from the comic strip is on YouTube. I'll link it. Uh, but yeah, subscribe to the YouTube page if you haven't. Subscribe to us on Apple. Leave a review. Five stars, please. Share the podcast. Tell your friends. Um, and also, uh, tell your friends about the podcast that you've maybe learned about from here. Uh, whether it's, uh, Leave Me Alone with Elena Bamfield, um, each Other's Mothers, thank you. Uh, obscured State of Mind. Um, if I'm forgetting more, I'm sorry. Oh, yes, uh, if anyone's listening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Speaking Out Proud with uh, Kean Straub and Sydney Smith. Um, Chup and uh, Osama with Deranged Marriage. I think that's out. I'm pretty sure, but... Oh, no, Carl Sobel had the bartending with Carl, but that's been pretty dead. But, no, that reminds me of another show I'm doing, May 29. There's another volume of comedy on Ida. Uh, check it out. It's the last Saturday of the month. It's it's a garage show, so it's a private show, but you can grab a ticket. BYOB, BYOC. That's a chair. Bring your own chair. Um The Muskegon one, uh, this, it is this Wednesday, May, I don't know dates, it's May 12, is it? Someone help me, yeah, it is, May 12, don't, (laughs) I'm kidding, um, yeah, this Wednesday, May 12, uh, at Berlin Sprig in Muskegon, show starts at, I really want, I'm almost positive it's 7pm, but you know, I always mess things up, um, so I just bear with me for one second. I ju- one second, please. Also, subscribe. <laughs> <Boo. laughs> also, don't forget to uh, like I said, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go over to the Salsa Parlor Boys. Hell, give them a subscription. They know you know they need it. Uh, they need more subscribers and views. Um, what am I saying? So do I. I actually need them. Um, why is the Wi-Fi working now? Anyways, Berlin Sprig is at 7 p.m. Every Wednesday. Check it out this Wednesday to see me fuck shit up. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys for listening, if you do. And watching, if you please. Mm, come back next week. And also, please support our sponsors. Supporting our sponsors supports the show. I hear people say that. And now that I have a sponsor, or two, or three, I can say that. And I really mean it. Um, One, our sponsors mean a lot to us, not just because of the show, but because they're my friends. Uh, And I really care about them and their businesses. So check out Off The Grid. Um, They just updated their hours. They added Sundays. Now they're open Sundays, noon to 5. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook. Off the grid with two D's. The grid is spelled with a one. And Pearly Baker Edibles. uh, Just fire products over there. Follow her on Instagram at Pearly Baker Edibles. Uh, You'll see a menu. It's bomb. Right now I just saw a couple posts of her. uh, Pearly Baker's. uh, Her ranch. It's ranch dressing. With THC. It's what the Midwest needs. I don't know what you're waiting for. Order some, pick it up in Northern Shores, and then go see Hunter on Wednesday. Exactly. That's perfect. Order it, pick it up, and you're already in the vicinity. On Wednesday, you'll be there. Yep, if you're looking in northern West Michigan, Muskegon, Northern Shores area. Um, hell yeah, dude. It's it's bomb.com. It's all dank. Uh, and like I said, supporting our sponsors supports the show. And if you... Uh, if you purchase from Pearly Bakers and you uh tell her that we sent you, mention the podcast, you'll get a free peach ring. So don't forget. But that's been the show. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to me ramble um with a with a quiet quiet audience. Not so quiet. They booed me often, actually. <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs> Goodbye.